Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is ways to save your energy cost. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Wherever you're listening to me, just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified of all new episodes that we drop. And typically we have two to three new episodes every single week. So we're constantly creating great content for you. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about ways to save energy costs on your home. As more and more people are staying at home, spending more time at home, it becomes more and more important to make sure that you are managing your resources appropriately and saving money, especially if you've been laid off because of the COVID-19 scenario that we've been dealing with or just you know because maybe you're uncertain about uh, your job, those kind of things, or even just you're just watching your pennies and want to make sure that you know you have some money to put away for retirement. Whatever the case may be, everyone should be conscious about saving energy. And it's also good for the environment as well. So there's always an ancillary benefit to these things as well. So some ways to save some energy costs on your home. A lot of these are very simple things and they're easy steps. And if you can implement them, some are very quick and you can literally just you know, make a quick action and start saving money right away. Other things take a concerted effort, maybe a little bit extra time. But if you have extra time on your hands or uh, saving money is very important to you, these would be things you definitely want to consider moving forward. All right, let's get started. So I have a list here. I've got probably 14 things here we're going to talk about and can't wait to uh, dive right in. All right, so first thing, to save some energy on your home. Let's start with your laundry room. First and foremost, wash your clothes on cold water or with cold water rather. You can tell I do a lot of laundry, right? No, wash your clothes with uh, cold water settings because that saves a tremendous amount of energy on your home. Um, heating that water uh, in the washing machine can be fairly expensive. Um, so using cold water will save you quite a bit of money, especially if you're doing a lot of laundry. And then the second thing you can do that ties in with your laundry is to hang up your clothes and air dry your clothes. It's takes longer, but if you're not in a hurry necessarily, uh, you can air dry your clothes, just space them out. Especially if you have a hanging rack or a hanging pole in your laundry room, you can separate those out. Just have at least a you know, half inch to an inch separation so air can convect through them. And uh, you will save quite a bit of money by air drying your clothes and hanging them up. You can also buy some different rack systems. Um, we, we've put some built into our homes as well that allow people to air dry their clothes. It actually also protects the your home, or your not your home, but your clothes rather, because when you're running these things through a dryer constantly, not only are you using a lot of energy, but you're beating your clothes up as well. So uh, kind of a two for one there as well. The next thing that you need to do to save some money is to make sure that if you are using your dryer, make sure that the dryer you know, collector that collects all the lint is always clean when you run the dryer. And then also periodically check the dryer vent and make sure that that's clear of blockage as well, because 
uses a lot more energy if that thing's all clogged up and dirty. So um, maybe not a big savings, but anything that's blocked up or dirty and not working properly is going to be less energy efficient. All right, some other ways to save some money throughout your home. Use a programmable or smart thermostat. This is probably one of the top energy savers that you can do in your home is make sure that you're using at least a programmable thermostat. If not that, then uh, next uh, even better thing is to use a smart thermostat. So we'll talk about both real briefly. Programmable thermostat is fantastic because if you know there's certain times of the day you are not home, turn the temperature down. Have it set up where if you're always gone from 9 to 4, have the temperature turn way down in your house. You don't need to have your house at 72 or 74 degrees. Turn it down to 68, 65. And, and, and then have it gradually. It'll automatically after maybe a half an hour before you get home, have it uh, start to turn the temperature back up. So by the time you get home, you don't know any different. And you can you know basically flip these based on the season. So if you're in a heating season, you know, you turn the temperature down. If you're in a cooling season, you know, you turn the temperature up when you're away. And you will be amazed at how much you can save by doing that. Uh, also, you can go the next step above if you want to go with a smart thermostat. If you have a more variable schedule, a smart thermostat is great because you can do a lot of different things with it. If you are, you know, within proximity of your home, it can sense that you're getting closer to home and it'll turn, you know, turn the heat up if you want it set up that way. You can go right on your phone, change the temperature. Hey, I'm going to be working two hours late tonight. I don't want my heat to kick on at five. I want it to kick on at seven. Boom, go onto your app and it's handled. Um, as well as, you know, if you've, oh shoot, I left some lights on. You know, if you've got other smart devices, boom, go onto your, your smartphone, hit a button, turn the lights off. Those are all really great ways to save money and utilizing smart technology in order to do so. Here's another one that I thought was a great suggestion. I was doing some research on this and smart power strips. I wasn't even sure what that was until I read about it, but basically you can also get power strips that have smart technology into them. And what these can do is they can do a couple things. One is you can control them with your smartphone again. So if you just, you know, oh shoot, I left a bunch of things on, plugged in, you can go onto your app and turn them off right from your app. But more important than that, a lot of appliances, a lot of electronics, even if they're off and plugged in, still draw power. And they utilize a lot of power, sometimes 75% of what it would normally use, just being on and being plugged in. So if you get a smart power strip, let's say you have a computer, uh, maybe a TV and some other, um, you know, maybe a game system and some other things plugged in, you can hit the, the power button on the power strip and that'll turn all the power off to those devices. Now, in, for a computer, for example, you may want to leave it on in the background so it's doing updates and things, but it's also using a lot of energy when it does that. So be aware of it. If it's a computer you only use uh, sporadically, maybe once a week or just turn it on once in a while to do a quick project and it, it's getting dust collected on it, make sure that you either just unplug it then or have it in a smart power strip with the power strip off. You will save a lot of energy by not having that thing constantly drawing power. Another thing that you can do that always draws power is unplug other items in your house that aren't used often. So if you have a, you know, a room in the house you barely ever go into and there's a lamp in there and uh, you know, that's plugged in, that's slowly drawing a little bit of energy each and every day. 
and if you only turn it on once a month or something, you seldom go in there, un unplug it. Same with TVs. Like, let's say you have a guest room and there's a TV plugged in there. You don't have any guests coming over for the next two months. Unplug the TV. There's no need for it to be plugged in. It will use energy over time, especially computers and things. Those are big energy hogs as well. But even going through your kitchen, maybe a can opener, for example, you always have it plugged in. Well, if you don't use it very often, unplug it and just plug it in when you use it. Same with the toaster, uh, blender, those kind of things. You don't necessarily need to have those plugged in all the time and they will do slight draws on your energy. And over time, that can add up to big bucks. Over a year, might be only a couple cents every month for each item, but you know you combine them for a full year, that gets pretty, you know, pretty real money there. That's that's dollars in your pocket. That's that's lunch money. So keep that in mind. Another way to save energy on your home is to make sure that you have newer and Energy Star rated appliances. If you've got an old freezer that uh, Grandma gave you, and you've got some meat stored in there, that's fantastic. But if the freezer's from 1973, it's not going to be very energy efficient. It might be a great freezer and something you use, but to be honest with you, it's you're probably better off to spend the money to buy a new freezer that is Energy Star rated and replace that old freezer because that is going to use a tremendous amount of energy and it's going to start costing you more money than it's worth. So make sure that your appliances are newer, that they're Energy Star rated. You know, if you have older appliances and, you know, they're getting near the end of the useful life, it can be financially worth it in some cases to replace that with a newer unit and save the energy on the usage of it, especially if it's something you use quite often. There are pretty substantial savings with a lot of appliances. And the same for even things like TVs. If you've got an old TV, those use a lot more energy. The new LED TVs are much more energy efficient, obviously better picture, better quality, and very energy efficient as well. But make sure that they have Energy Star ratings on them. Most new appliances do, but if you, know, you see a TV or something and there's a $40 difference and one is Energy Star and the other one isn't, you can make that difference up pretty quickly with that Energy Star rated appliance because they're typically 25% more efficient than a standard unit. All right, some other ways to save money and save energy. Start switching your light bulbs out for LED fixtures. LEDs last longer and they are way more energy efficient. They also have brighter light. So kind of a lot of bonuses there. You may not need quite as many lights if you do have LED lights in your home. So that's another bonus as well as you may be able to reduce the quantity of lights that you have to turn on and that will also save you money. But uh, you know, as your light bulbs start to break and, and, and die, put LEDs in instead. So you know, if you've got two light bulbs out and you've got six in the room, let's say, it might be worth it at that point just to pull them all out and switch them out for LEDs. Yes, you are wasting the one that might have some usable life on it, but you'll probably save that in, in short order with the more energy efficient LED units. Next way to save some money on your home is check your hot water heater settings, okay? Some people have your hot water heaters set very high and you don't need it to be that high. You don't need scalding hot water. You might think, well, if I turn it up that high, I can get hot water faster. But really all it is is changing the temperature of the water that's stored in your tank 
And if you have that temperature really high, it's harder to maintain it. It's like the law of diminishing returns. As you, you know, increase that temperature, it's harder and harder to maintain it. That means it's working more, it's using more gas to keep that level of heat. And you need to be careful on that because that can be very energy inefficient. So what's the right setting? 120 degrees should be your max setting for your hot water temperature. 120 degrees, if you get that on, you're going to feel it. You're going to notice it as it's going to be very hot. And of course, you want it a little hotter because by the time it goes through the pipes, it mixes with other water, it's going to reduce the temperature. So you should not really need to have it any higher than 120 degrees setting for your water heater. And the other thing you can do if you have an older water heater, of course, that might be something you want to upgrade. Can save you money as well. But if you want to stay with that older unit, the other thing you can do is insulate the tank. And you can buy insulation to wrap around the tank of your water heater, and that will keep that water a little bit warmer. That can also save you some dollars. While you're in the basement, if you're looking to save some money, your furnace is a great place to look and save money. Hopefully, you're already doing the programmable thermostat, like we mentioned earlier, but check your furnace filters and make sure that you have a clean one in. Yes, there's a cost to putting a new furnace filter in. I get it. I understand that. But here's the thing. That uh, $30 or $40 filter that you pop in your furnace not only is protecting your furnace, but it's also getting that junk out of the air. And if that thing is full of dust and dander, pet fur, all those kind of things, it's not going to be working very efficiently, and that's going to be costing you money. And so change your furnace filter those big media filters that most people have in most homes, the thicker ones, they say you can wait a full year before you change them. I don't agree with that, especially if you have pets in your home, if there's more than three people in your home, um, if you you know have any dust happening in your home from time to time, six months is really the best time to change those. So change them every major season. So basically in fall, change it, and then in spring, change it and you'll be in good shape, you'll have better air quality, your furnace will last longer, and it will operate at peak efficiency. Another way to save some money on your utility bills is to make sure that your cracks are filled up. And what I mean by that is going around, go, go to the store and buy some spray foam, buy the canned spray foam. It's only a couple dollars for a can, you might get a couple of them. First, go down in your basement and look at where your wall meets your framing. You may see some, some very small openings. If you see daylight anywhere, you're going to want to fill those up for multiple reasons. One is energy efficiency, of course, but the other reason is that um, that can also prevent bugs and different things from getting into your home. So seal any you know visible daylight areas, and then look at penetrations in your home. You can do this on the outside as well, or the inside where wires come into your home from outside where um, you know pipes vent outside a lot of times you know the contractor puts those in they might be caulked or something but the caulk cracks um, sometimes it, they don't cut the best hole in there the hole is bigger than what the pipe is and you've got a gap there and they may caulk it on the outside but you can go back on the inside and spray foam around that that will add some energy efficiency out there. And those are the areas where a lot of air transfer can happen and you can lose a, a lot of energy efficiency. Also in basement areas, if you have like a poured wall and it meets a framed wall, a lot of times those areas, there's gaps because the wood shrinks. It might be tight when it was put in, but the wood will dry a little bit, shrinks. Sometimes you get a little crack. 
air can flow through there very easily and you can lose energy. Um, especially in the winter, harder to do right now, but when it's really cold out, a lot of times you can feel drafts in certain areas and you can seal those up. And a couple cans of spray foam can do wonders for air leakage and removing that. And a lot of our contractors nowadays have those with them and they, as they, they build the home, if there's certain spots where they, they make a, a bigger cut or they've got an opening that they need to fill, uh, they're going in and doing that right off the get-go and that makes it so much more energy efficient. All right, some more ways to save you guys some money. Can you just see the dollars adding up right now? I think they are. Some other ways to save some money is to um, air dry your dishes. So, sorry I'm jumping around here, but uh, you go upstairs to your kitchen and your dishwasher. Now, ideally, if you really want to save money, wash your dishes in the dishwasher. Make sure you select the air dry setting. And instead of running all that heat and blowing that heat through it, they will drip dry. You can also then, when the dishwasher is done, crack it open an inch or so and let some of that moist air evaporate through the home. They'll dry a little faster. This is especially good if you don't need to use those dishes right away. Let's say you're washing your dishes after dinner in the evening. You're not going to be creating any more dishes. So you wash your dishes, you air dry them, you open the dishwasher when the dishwasher is done before you go to bed. Next morning, those dishes will be all dry and you can put them away in the cupboard and have saved yourself a good amount of money. Another thing with dishwashers, it's kind of a misconception, but studies have shown that it's actually more energy efficient to wash your dishes in a dishwasher than it is to hand wash your dishes. And you might say, well, why is that? Because I'm, I'm not using electricity for that, but you're using a ton more water. They said that the average person that just hand washes their dishes versus using a dishwasher can use up to 5,000 more gallons of water a year. This is crazy. So if you're paying for city water, you may want to consider that, that you might actually save money using a dishwasher. Hard to believe, but it is true. Learning all sorts of things here, right? Another way to save some money is to use your microwave more often. So if you're cooking things, instead of using your conventional oven or even using a toaster oven, those use a lot more energy than a microwave. So for items that you can cook multiple ways, use that microwave. Now, obviously, the oven has a different characteristic to it. It can toast things a little bit more, gets them a little more crispy, and a lot of people do like that. But if it doesn't really matter to you, use your microwave. It will save you a good amount of money right off the bat. All right, and the last way to save some money on your utility bills is to look at your plumbing fixtures. If you're on city water and you're paying for your water every month, every quarter, however it works, you may wanna look at going with some low flow fixtures. You can get low flow faucets, low flow shower heads. You can even get lower gallon flush toilets. All these things can save you quite a bit of money. I know in the area that I live, I live in a rural area, so it really wouldn't help me at all because um, I have well water other than my well pump running maybe a tad more. Not going to be really worth the expense of putting the fixtures in. But if you have someone that's on city sewer and water, uh, one of the municipalities right near where I live has to get a new water source and the cost of water has tripled over the past couple years. And because they're getting water from a lake nearby and they have to run these pipes all the way 
many, many miles, um, and there's a lot of uh, other organizations and municipalities involved with this, so there's a lot of fees and taxes. So a lot of people are seeing huge jumps on their water bill. So any kind of fixture that's low flow will save you money from a you know lower flow shower head, a two gallon uh, or 1.8 gallon flow uh, fixture that helps a lot uh, with a shower head or rather with a toilet rather, um, you know, you can get some 1.2 gallon flushes that saves money. You can also get a dual flush type toilet, which will also save you a lot of money. A dual flush toilet has two different levers. So one lever for number one and another lever for number two, and they use larger amounts of water for the second function to get everything flushed down. And, you know, that's something that you can save money on as well. So lots of different things out there. Always have to weigh the cost benefit. You know, should I spend $400 to buy this new toilet um, to save money on my utility bill? Well, if your toilet's older anyway and you might be replacing it and you know you're on city water, then it makes sense, right? But if, you know, you have a newer toilet that's only a year old, probably not a good idea to do that. It's going to take a while. Or if you know you're going to sell your house in two years, probably not going to pay for itself in that time frame. But if you're, hey, redoing bathroom in an older home and you're on city sewer and water, make sure that, you know, you pick a, a lower uh, gallon unit and you can save yourself some money. And a lot of these have very advanced technology. They work almost as well, if not as well, as the higher gallon units. And uh, they'll save you some money on your utility bills. So hopefully all you guys out there listening are going to take some massive action here and make a few small changes in your home, save yourself some money and put that to good use. So once again, if you guys have enjoyed the home building hero, please make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. If you see us on social media, please comment and share. It helps a tremendous amount when you guys do that. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the home building hero and we'll talk to you guys very soon.